Hello, I'm Holly, and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. My friend Kayla and I are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts. Now let's begin. Welcome to Spooky Saturday. Welcome, 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 welcome. How how are you all? If you're listening to the podcast, uh, I look extremely overheated, and Kayla is cold. So that's <laughs> because it's it's like 85 here in Seattle, and like I feel like once it like in LA, it's fine. Like it was fine. Like it if it dipped above 80, like you have good air conditioning and stuff like that here. Like. I feel like all of the houses are not made to deal with anything above like 75, maybe. No. So when I was in Seattle, when I visited the B&B I stayed in, just had a fan. Yeah. And I was like, but where's the AC? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, and what's, what's happening? And what's funny is like I have AC and heat in my house, but it like rises. The heat rises so much because it's all wood and it's old. Like the house is from like 1915 or something like absurd. And so all of the heat rises to the top, which is where I work. <laughs> like the in the basement, it's like really comfortable. <laughs> and when I go up to the top, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> anyway, that's that's my story for today. Is that it's it's very warm. Uh, Freya just laid an egg. I just checked on her. My chickens laid an egg. She's doing good. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> fun fact: Her all is a fun fact. Seattle has the lowest number of air conditioners in the country. I mean, that's good for the environment. Right? It's good for the environment, but, like, it's also, like, a little over... I, sh- I should have just plugged my fan in. Whatever. I have my aromatherapy mist going because, you know, that's what was important yeah. to me. <laughs> Keep it, like, a fresh breeze. <laughs> yeah, it's not doing anything, but it's 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 definitely curbing my anxiety. Good. I need that. I need that in my life. Yeah. So, anyway, so this is the, this is the story of two different temperatures. Kayla's chilly. She's rocking one of our secret our secret things that you can't see. You can't see it. You can't see it yet, but it's secret. And thank you all that supported uh, the trash coven stuff. We're all going to we're going to be relaunching soon, so get get hype. Get hype. Oh, yeah. One thing I wanted to call out was drink my kombucha. Hold on. Get drink that booch. <laughs> was uh some oh. some small businesses because I'm very passionate about supporting small businesses and artists right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have some too. That would be fun. That's a good, that's better than like, because I was going to talk about our current events, which are just like, I guess kids are getting some like horrible, like immuno disease from coronavirus and they had no symptoms of coronavirus. And they're like, we don't know why this is happening. So let's talk about something else. Oh my God. What? Okay. We can talk about that too. But the thing I brought to the table was um, there's an Etsy shop called City Fox Printing. And they do um, really ridiculous shirts, and I'm wearing one right now. It is. It says the cure, but it's mm-hmm. a photo from Encino Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It says pictures of you on underneath it, but it's like stuff like this where it's just ridiculous. Let me try and get That's better amazing. in the shot. Um, but yeah, just it's. Great. Did you link it in the chat? I will link it. And also, I got one that's a mummy shirt, and it just says Hamanuptra Hardcore, and has <laughs> Brendan Fraser on the that's back, great. and it just says, looks like you're on the wrong side of the river. 
<laughs> and there's also like a uh, Blink-182 dude ranch, but it's got the pic- a picture of the guys from Tiger King. <laughs> and it's just... Ri- what? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous mashup stuff that I find very charming. So if you like ridiculous, That's awesome, charming shirts, um, I put a link in the chat to the Etsy shop. But I'm it's looking, at, I'm looking at it. City Fox Print Shop. Um, oh my god, Sc- Scranton hardcore. Yeah, it's just a bunch of really weird <laughs> stuff. Gosh, that's amazing. They did have one that I don't think they printed. That that was where the uh, Trump one with like the uh, Nirvana bleach, as if it were <laughs> a Nirvana cover. <laughs> But yeah, so it's just a lot of fun shirts if you like that. So you just search on Etsy for oh, there's City an Unsolved Fox Mysteries one. Yep, yep. <laughs> and they have a That's bunch amazing. of um, Twin Peaks. A lot yeah, of it's Twin an Unsolved Peaks. Mysteries Twin Peaks crossover. Yep, I got. That's amazing. I got Jack the. Um, Built to spill one that's Kevin from the office holding his giant thing of chili. <laughs> oh my god. So it's just it's just a bunch of ridiculous stuff, but it's great. You know, someone might like I it. I just appreciate it when people are just like like, yeah, I'm just gonna make these absurd shirts. Yeah. It's fun. So that was that was what I say, please support. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, do I have any stores? I'm trying to think. Oh, you're you're the top you're wearing. Oh yeah, and the your new, earrings. new works. Yeah. Um now the earrings are from uh while Odin sleeps, right? And the top is from New New Works. Kayla has the jumpsuit, which I'm very jealous of. I know. Um my jumpsuit was supposed to come today, but alas. alas. Oh, alas. But I love this shirt because it's just got all kinds of just random garbage all over it, and it's like got an eye and like a hand and an ampersand. I don't know what's going on. Just flowers. Very good. And they're really nice, high quality shirts. Nice. All these are like wonderful independent businesses. They're great. I got um, I got a zine from a local Seattle creator, and there's this liminal spaces shop They do a little scene on a little zine on boundaries. It was called "This Garden Is Yours." I thought that was really cute. Ooh. I was gonna talk about it on Mental Health Monday because I thought it was a cute little zine, and then they sent me this as a like as a prize with it which is survival tips for dark times things to try when you're feeling miserable oh <laughs> it's like my another gosh. little zine it's really cute so those are my those are for mental health monday but i was just supporting a cute little seattle local seattle i think they're on one of the islands if i am right but anyway, it's liminal spaces shop i also got the fiddler's green magazine um, which is oh yeah good one. I told you about that yeah. I love it it's awesome and it actually came with which this isn't in here because it's in my record player but it came with a functional um, single but it was really like, yeah it was shaped it was square shaped and it was like big, small enough to put in here and it's like um, it was the single is called Mushroom Madness wow that's awesome yeah so and it went we put it in the record player and it works so it was, it was just wild to open. A magazine and a record be inside of it. I That's was like, awesome. Whoa. But yeah, if look you, at all look at all of that uh, analog goodness. I know <laughs> it's so cool. So Fiddler's Green, definitely check them out. I think if you're a fan of the show, you will like it. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Um, it's got like some like witchy stuff, paranormal stuff, and like herbalism stuff. It's like it's fun. It's really cool. But yeah, so that's pretty much it. With this this week. It's just, I feel like I'm at, like, my edge of this quarantine. <laughs> I'm just so tired. And I'm, like, ready to do new things. And it's warm outside. But yet I'm also, like, I can't do things. And so 
we're going to talk about sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) What I would like to be doing all of the time. So we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about sleeping because uh, these are, I mean, and this is, this is one of those things where it's like, is it paranormal? Is it medical? I mean, either way, it happening is hard and disturbing for those that experience it. So I feel like it's 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 a valid thing no matter what the truth is. Mm-hmm. But we're going to ex- obviously we're going to talk about both. Did you? I mean the the current event was more or less I was saying like they had like kids are getting this weird like it's a toxic shock syndrome from the coronavirus. What? Yeah, they're getting it and like they're somehow like I don't know I don't know how it's happening, but apparently they have no symptoms, but they have antibodies or they test positive and they're getting like toxic shock syndrome. See, the only thing that I keep up with about the coronavirus because of where I work is how it's affecting animals. So I know that that's yeah. uh, happening more. So they're... Well, well that's, mess- that's messed up on its own. Yeah. Like, they're saying you should socially distance your pets, too. So if you're not doing that, you should do that because it has been picked up by animals, like certain species yeah. more than others, but social distance. It's so, it's, that's just scary. It's just the worst. So let's talk about things that are controllable and scary, like ghosts. (laughs) The devil. The the devil. Uh, Why don't you, why don't you go first? Because you have some forum posts. I have some Reddit posts. I have some fun, some fun things. And a recent Reddit post, interestingly enough, about sleep paralysis on r slash paranormal from like an hour ago. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. So, and it's got, it's pretty detailed too, which I find really interesting. And I feel like if you've experienced any kind of sleep paralysis, this gives a, this person's post gives a good, like, run through of, of the things that this person sees. Cause you can see different things. Like, you might see a demon or you might see a man in a hat. So, I, I would like to start with my, ex- I've only had one experience of sleep paralysis in my entire life. And it happened in college. And, I would I would be interested to know what the different types of things you can see when you are experiencing sleep paralysis because what I experienced I had never heard of before and what happened was I was in college and did not sleep for like 48 hours as one does That'll do it yeah. Um, it actually on the webmd about sleep paralysis which I read ooh it says that lack of sleep can cause can cause it. Yep. Yeah, it's like I had reached that point where you try to go to sleep and you're like, I physically can't anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't do it. So I took some sleeping pills, which I had never done before. Oh, Yeah. And I went to sleep. And I remember in the middle of the night, like in my dorm room, I had my bed up against the wall and I had a window. And outside of the window, I was on like the third floor. So the street lights were kind of below me, but the light still kind of came up uh, into the window. And my blinds were open and I remember looking over and it was like these like giant winged bat things were like Ugh. flying at the window. And oh, no. I kept feeling like I was like, I need to move. I need to like get up and I need to go tell somebody or just like get out of the room. I don't know. And I just couldn't move. So these things kept like hitting the window and as if they were trying to get in and I could hear the thudding and I could see like all these like shadows flashing against the the light and i just could not move and i just got really sweaty and couldn't move and then eventually (laughs) i think i just fell back asleep but that was my only experience of it 
And you were scared, right? Oh, yeah. I was, like, scared shitless. I was like, I don't oh know. God. I guess I'm going to die here because they'll – but, uh, you know, part of me was still logical where I was like, that glass is very thick. They're not going to be able to break through. And it was just, like, thudding. Yeah. That's so, so creepy, though. Yeah. So – and it was bigger than bats. It was bigger than bats. Right. I saw someone said bats. But it was, like, in my mind, I could tell that it was, like, some very large thing that is not possible to be a real right. creature. That's so that's so scary. It's it's interesting they're like throwing themselves at the window too. Yeah, and I it was interesting to me that I could hear the noise. Mm-hmm. Like I could hear it and I was I've just never heard of that. Usually with sleep paralysis, I feel like in what I've heard, um something will be in the corner of the room. I remember I watched a documentary on Netflix. I don't even know if it's still on there, but it scared me <laughs> about sleep paralysis and Usually people will see, like, a shadow with red eyes, and it'll just be there. It'll sit on you or something, but nothing, like, very active yeah, like, like that. Yeah, and, and chat, like, sad old magician said that sometimes it was, like, a hag sitting on you, which, like, there's so many stories that already exist like that where they blame it on witchcraft and things like that that are clearly, like, some pre- sleep paralysis thing. Because the only thing, I I never experienced sleep paralysis, but I definitely had that, like, one time where I felt, like, I woke up feeling, like, something was on top of me. Oh, God, like, I would hate that. Like, si- like, sitting on me or something. But, like, I woke up. So, like, I don't... I didn't actually get the full, like, paralysis thing. It could have just been, like, a scary dream. But it felt like that. It felt more, like, suffocating. Is it? Is it also, from what you read about sleep paralysis, because I read dumb stuff, but in the legitimate <laughs> stuff that you read, did you see anything about, like, sometimes at night seeing like shadows or is that like a shadow people thing no they that like it shadow people like a hundred percent like there there's an overlap there like big time shadow people and sleep paralysis have a lot in common like and it's like big like dark shadows and corners like creatures like all kinds of different stuff that i'll read to you in the stories that i that i found i would like to hear about that because i feel like a lot of times i see shadows moving i've seen shadow people at night during the day um, and sometimes I will like really think I'm seeing something and I've just always assumed that's my anxiety manifesting itself. Yeah. But I, part of me wonders like, is this a type of sleep paralysis or some kind of adjacent sleep paralysis right. adjacent phenomenon or something like that? Right. Yeah. So I do, I'll read this one that's from actually from today from slash our paranormal i tend to just like look at our paranormal to see if there's anything interesting and most of the time it's just really dumb (laughs) yeah let's hear about that since it's so recent like i want to hear that yeah so i'll just read it it's um it's a little bit long but it's a it's a good read so i'm actually gonna reload it and see if there's any more comments because there were some yeah because there's people commenting as well in the like in the comments about this person about their sleep paralysis, which is also oh, interesting. I hate that. That's like some of those forum posts that are ridiculous that I have in here. The scariest yeah. part is people corroborating. Yeah, yeah. Woo. All right. Okay. Uh, I've been dealing with episodes of sleep paralysis for a long, long time now. Even as a small child, I can remember my bed shaking and seeing shadows in my dark bedroom at night. Even though it was so dark in there, I could still see the shadowy shadow people and they capitalize it as if they're you know, a name. See the shadow people easily. They were a different shade of black. You can even say that it was a different feeling of black, a sickly unnatural shade that mother nature can't compete with. This used to happen so often that when I started to feel my bed start to shake, I just kind of ignored it. I'm 33 now and much more aware of the world around me than when I was six years old. While I grew up 
so did the things that I saw in the dark. Currently, and for the last 10 years or so, I have three different entities slash demons that menace me. One of these, the least scary of the three, is different than the other two. It is more of a feeling of a demon behind me than something visual. My eyes will open as wide as they can possibly open. I realize that save my eyes, I can't move. All I want to do is flip around quickly and punch whatever the thing is creeping up for me from behind. It only happens this way if I'm sleeping on my side, in the dark, and in complete silence. I found out that if I slept with some kind of light on and some noise, the paralysis wouldn't happen. The second type of demon entity that I can actually see is a huge shadow creature. I can't see any kind of features, but I can see how big he is. When I open my eyes, I can see him instantly. He is very wide with almost a block-shaped torso. His head, and also block-like, has two horns coming out of the side of his head. The two horns jut out and start to point straight up, almost like a Viking helmet. His legs are also huge and block-like. He starts out absolutely still, but then, when he has my full and undivided attention, his legs start to go up and down. Slowly at first, but speeding up until they're just a blur. It feels like the whole world itself is shaking while this is going on, but only I can feel it. Hate that. The third and most menacing entity out of all of them, according to the research, uh, all of them, according to the research I've been doing trying to figure out what, why this happens to me, people have seen this one before. Some call it a witch, some call it a demon, but most people know it as the old hag. The second type of demon entity that I can actually see is a huge shadow creature. I can't see any kind of features, but I, oh, this was, they just repeated it, sorry. It depends on which way I'm facing and how, I am laying what demon I encounter. The one behind my back, the first one, will only happen in a house with no lights or sound, and I have to be laying on my side looking at the wall. The second one with the stomping demon is if I'm laying on my side looking into the room. The third one, the old hag, comes out if I'm lying on my back looking into the room. I never get great great sleep unless I'm camping outside in the woods. For some reason, it never happens then. Every day I come to work, I have no energy. It's even affecting my health. And this person's like looking for help. They're like, if there's anything anyone knows about stopping this, I'd be very grateful to hear it from you. If not, that's okay too. The main reason I wanted to write this post was in hopes that maybe someone else going through this reads it and doesn't feel quite as alone. And then, so there's two comments here. There's actually a, a few more, actually. Whoa. The first comment says, says, I recently had sleep paralysis in my dream. Weird, I know, but it felt so real. It was like something I've never experienced. So it happens. I wake up, have it again, wake up, and it just repeats itself. That's what one of the comments from Andy128. And then this person below it, this was a longer comment, says, I've had sleep paralysis three times in my life. The last time it happened was just a couple months ago. I'm 40. And it was exactly like you described. I was asleep on my side, facing the wall, alone in complete darkness and silence. I felt a presence behind me, and it felt like someone was coming towards my neck to stab it with a syringe. I couldn't move or scream or anything. I just had started... I couldn't scream or anything. I had just started attending church services, Ooh. so I had the thought to scream in my mind for God slash Jesus to help. Slash. <laughs> slash Jesus. That actually worked, and the entity disappeared. I was still completely freaked out and had the thought to picture angels guarding my door, one on the outside of the room to keep anything out, and one on the inside in case any entity was still in there with me. I jumped up as soon as I could move and turned the lights on and slept with it on the next three nights because I wasn't sure it would come back. I've never been religious before, and I'm not necessarily now either, but it definitely worked to call for spiritual help in my thoughts. Anyway, that's spooky. Yeah. That was someone's post from like three hours ago, and then these these are people experiencing like right now. I find it interesting that they're like picturing something protecting them because that's very like magic related, like picturing a, a light barrier or something protecting your space. 
Mm-hmm. He was picturing just angels. I mean, whatever. You can choose your poison, I suppose. But <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. Some of the forum posts that I found are related a lot of, uh, to Christianity, sleep paralysis being demons. Um, oh, interesting. There were quite a few, like, as far as rationalization of it goes that is non-scientific, that seems to be the primary one. Demons. Demons. All um, demons all the time. Yes. So, like, I found one on uh, ChristianForums.com where- Christian Lo- Mingle. Christian. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This one comes from Loon, and it just says, sleep paralysis question? And Loon says- I've been reading stories about sleep paralysis, and I'm having trouble determining whether it's a scientific thing or if it's a spiritual thing. A lot of stories I have read are people saying they see shadow figures next to their beds and them being scared and not being able to move. But when I have sleep paralysis, I don't see any shadow figures. Instead, I can feel whatever it is. Most people say it's a ghost sitting on you, preventing you from moving and talking, but I can actually move when I'm in this state. I've had an experience where I could feel hairy legs rubbing up Onto mine and its arms gripping around my arms and neck, squeezing tighter the more I tried to resist. The only way I seem to wake up is when I give up hope and just let whatever it is have its way. I've had encounters with what I think are men and women, judging by the way they feel on me, but also had a few where I couldn't determine either or. All my sleep paralysis stories vary, but all I can feel is I'm going to be raped by a spirit. So this one's like a ghost rather than a demon. Right. And apparently the person said help. I'm not stressed about it. I feel alone at times, but nothing like a good song or good Bible story to change the mood. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I'd be stressed about it. And DBCSF responded, I honestly cannot be sure what you're experiencing. I have vaguely similar experiences. For example, feeling like I cannot move, or sometimes I feel like I leave my body and start floating around the room. I have had the feeling of being held down, controlled, or attacked by an evil spirit also. I believe it is all part of my body's relaxation response. That's what they think. Huh. And they kind of, like, talk about it. They kind of dismiss this person a little bit and suggest that they pray to keep calm. Yeah, I mean, that's the same as the Reddit one. Yeah. But that I found that interesting because that one actually is more of a ghost than a demon. Yeah. I think another one I had was more demon-focused. That's interesting. Well, do you want to hear? do you want to hear the medical reasoning behind this we can go back into some demons yes <laughs> i do want to hear the actual medical explanation okay. well, the, the medical explanation of things yeah so this is from the sleep foundation.org the national sleep foundation a bunch of people that really like naps just all work work for the sleep foundation uh, yeah anyways so I'm just going to read it just because it's it's easier than explaining. It says, you may have had the experience of feeling like you can't move during a dream. But if this has happened while you're in the process of falling asleep or waking up, this experience has a name, sleep paralysis. During sleep paralysis, your mind is conscious, but you're unable to move your body. You may also think you see or hear things that aren't really there or experience the sensation of choking or someone sitting on your chest. It can be a frightening experience, but understanding what's behind it can make it feel less stressful. Uh, learn what causes RE- this REM phenomenon and how you can lower the chances of it happening to you. So, what it feels like. As you fall asleep, your body slowly relaxes itself and becomes less responsive to physical signals from your brain. 
During sleep paralysis, your body begins to go through the relaxation process, but your mind is awake enough to notice that it's no longer controlling your ability to move or to speak. Uh. Sleep paralysis can also occur when you are in the process of waking up. In this case, your mind regains consciousness before your REM sleep cycle is finished. During REM sleep, your body is relaxed and your muscles are turned off. Off so that you don't physically act out your vivid dreams. Waking up before the last stage of REM sleep is is complete can cause you to hyperventilate and hallucinate, as well as make it seem like you are unable to move your body. Fortunately, sleep paralysis is temporary and typically lasts just a few seconds. It says, sleep paralysis is most common in people with narcolepsy, but it can happen to those without it as well. It affects both men and women and is more likely to happen to teenagers or young adults. It's often genetic and is most common in those with mental health issues such as anxiety, depression, PTSD, or panic disorder. Lack of sleep or a shifting sleep schedule can also cause sleep paralysis. And it says, apparently there's a way to prevent it. Paralysis, paralysis prevention... Although there's no formal treatment, except for praying, apparently, for sleep paralysis. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Call up, call up Jesus. You can take certain steps to help prevent it. Make sure you're getting enough sleep each night and stick to a consistent sleep routine. Avoid sleeping on your back, which has been linked to the condition. And talk with your doctor if you're experiencing any underlying mood issues that can contribute to your situation. Remember, although the experience can be scary, sleep paralysis is not dangerous and usually lasts only a few seconds. Well, so, there you go. It is caused by going into REM sleep and being in REM sleep, but yet you have woken up, but your body hasn't woken up yet. Well, then how do you explain this one? Is all I want to ask you. This form. Then how do you explain? (laughs) (laughs) This one came from raptureforums.com. Oh, of course. This is the one I was looking for. Oh, I'm going to use my fact or fiction as a fan. This is great. Oh, good. Multipurpose. Multipurpose. This is nice. This one comes from Salas, aspiring man of God. Does anyone have bouts of sleep paralysis? I haven't had one in years until last night, but it was disturbing. Thankfully, the inability to move only lasted a couple seconds, but the feeling of an evil presence in the room really messed up my sleep the rest of the night. It's a shame, too, because I went to bed a couple hours early to make sure I got enough sleep for today to start the week. My experience was a dark silhouette of a person that spooked me awake from a creepy dream. And then a feeling that something was in the room I couldn't see. I prayed about it and said, in Jesus' name, leave. And things were better. But I couldn't sleep well the rest of the night because I was shook up from it. Anyone else have a similar experience? Apparently it has been a thing for all of human history, with the explanation being demons assaulting a person at night. I wonder if that is the case, or if it's just the half-awake mind playing tricks. And, um, Caligal well-known member, responds, I am sorry this is happening to you. It is my experience with this that this is demon activity. I won't go into (laughs) detail, but prayer is the only way to deal with this. (laughs) You heard it here on, like, what is it? Like, Bible forums? Raptureforums.com. Raptureforums.com. The only way to deal with this. Prayer. That's it. Yeah. So, um, also to send a $20 bill in an envelope to this church to, <laughs> and they'll send you some holy water back, not from the tap to support. There's a, there are many comments corroborating this. Oh, really? V Moon says, the, pay science- the demons away. Pray, pray them away. You have to pray the demons away and also pay them away because that's how, that's how that usually works. The scientific community says that it is when the brain wakes up before the body does. I do not agree. Yes, I have experienced sleep paralysis. 
It used to happen to me regularly. My children have experienced it as well. We all felt an evil presence during our experiences. I now sleep listening to online Bible or sermons all night. (laughs) Sounds awful. So everyone here, every single comment is saying that they have experienced it. And when they call on Jesus, it goes away. So there is no way. How would you explain if it is your brain not being totally aware that you're falling asleep and not aware that it can't control the body because of that? How can your, if your brain is not aware of that, how can it respond to it in that way and have an effect on it? That's my question. If it's not a demon. I ask you this. I ask yeah, of you. Yeah, I don't know. Let's call Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Hello. Jesus Science. on the phone. How do you explain that one? How can your brain be aware enough to stop it if yeah. it's not aware enough to know that it it cannot move? Like, I mean, that's that's true. That's true. I saw it in chat. I don't know who said it, but Scientologists have like, I think they have like a really bizarre like thing. I think if I remember correctly, sleep paralysis to Scientologists is that they think it's like other like souls or like your soul trying to get back in your body, like the aliens souls, the thetans or whatever. Like they've got some wild explanation. I don't know what it is. It's Scientology. Just, you know, throw something out there. You're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so... Is, and is praying just an American? I don't know. It's it's a very, like, evangelical American thing, like, praying all the scary stuff away. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's. I just find that interesting because how would your brain have the ability to stop it if it doesn't have the ability to understand what's going on to, in general? Like, if that were, like, yeah. your brain being like, oh, I'm saying Jesus help me and Jesus is helping me. Or right. is it really a demon? Right. A demonic attack. I mean, the only way to test it is next time you get sleep paralysis, just be like, hey, are you a demon? Hey, hey, boys. <laughs> hey, 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 boys. It's, hey, demons, it's me. Yeah, boy. Hey, demons. Miss <laughs> uh, Lamar in chat said, my religious aunt-in-law said she called out to God when she saw the devil in her room. I told her it was sleep paralysis, but she said it was Satan, so shrug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see if I have more resources that, um, go for the demon angle because i have oh, one I mean, other doc- angle dr cantras you're 100 percent right that i mean prayer is an ing- it's an it's an anxiety it's a coping mes- mechanism it puts you in control of a situation that you're not in control of that's why people do it anyway mm-hmm. i mean any kind of prayer and any kind of religion or meditation or whatever allows you to have some kind of control over life which we truly have no control over in reality so it's uh it's a, it's definitely to assuage anxiety for sure. But that being said, I totally, totally believe in, in tulpas, which is if we like either want something or we, we think about things so hard, even as a collective, we can manifest these things. Is this and like Berenstein like, Bears? Yeah. Well, no, that's like, that's the, um, that's the Mandela effect. I don't know about that, but I hate it. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I hate it. Because it was definitely Berenstein Bears. No one can change my mind. I know. The other way's dumb. Yeah. Uh, no, Tulpas, uh, we can do a whole episode on Tulpas. Like, yeah, and this Lamar is correct. Uh, tulpas are like, more or less the, the idea, I think it comes from Tibet, is that if you like meditate and focus and like want something so bad, like like manifest it. It's more or less like that whole manifestation idea, but it's like group manifestation and the thing becomes real. That's so, wild. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's a really interesting, like, concept. What was... I'm just checking chat. Hold on. 
Caustic Armadillo said, to be frank, I've said I'm Batman to cope with walking through dark places on multiple occasions. And that's the, the same thing. Mind <laughs> over matter. Yeah, exactly. I just have questions about the fact that if the excuse is your brain not being able to register it, how can it register stopping the thing? Because it's your it's your body, right? I mean, it's your it's your brain, but it's also like your body, like the neurons from your brain to your body not catching up. Mm-hmm. It's like a glitch in your computer. It's like sometimes Photoshop just stops working. Oh my god! I don't know why Photoshop stops working. It's true. <laughs> I think our brains are the same way. Like we're like, uh oh, we didn't close that window, so it just like Force noodled quit. itself. Yeah, it noodled itself into the wrong part of our brain, and now we're having sleep paralysis. I guess we have to control alt delete. You know. Well, I have another forum post here because I have two. I have two theories. The first is demons, and the other one we'll get to. Um, demons slash ghosts, I guess. We'll just, we'll just lump them in one. Yeah. I, I personally think my, my personal, like, paranormal creature of choice to blame on this is interdimensional creatures. Oh, that's interesting. That's not my other theory. So I do want to talk about that because I, I hate interdimensional stuff. I hate, like, string theory and, like, alternate dimensions and timelines. That's that's my, that's my thing. Because I've heard a lot of stories of, like, of the same dude in the hat being a shadow person and i feel like that's, that's what i've seen yeah that's some shit so i feel like that too many people see a dude in a hat and like hats are so specific so i Ooh, don't I hate that anyway. i hate that okay well let me read you this forum post um this comes from christianforums.com <laughs> from timahani timahani says i had a bad dream in the dream i saw a demonic black angel with wings i was scared sick upon like a metal video sick upon waking i was paralyzed unable to move anything but my hands barely the demon was trying to tempt me into doing bad things i pleaded the blood of jesus three times but still felt heavy also since then i've been battling depression and heavy anger the only thing that has happened recently is my ex-foster father came to my home uh when he was there his spirit vexed me he was very strange and quiet when he left, I noticed he stole from me. Is this like a 90-year-old lady who's like saying my cleaners are stealing from me? Like, <laughs> is this what this sounds like? like it does sound I like that. I think the nursing home staff are taking my men. Also, I saw a crazy evil angel. Yeah. Question number one. Can people bring evil spirits into your house? Question number two. Could he have been possessed? I honestly could not sleep when he was there. His quietness and movement scared me. He was eerily quiet. Number three is the sleep paralysis. And <laughs> Blue Rose 31 responded to each of these questions. One, I don't think evil people can bring evil spirits into your house. Jesus protects your home and he loves you and will not let evil spirits reside there. Two, I don't feel he was possessed. I think it is rare that a person is truly possessed by evil. He may have just been a quiet person. <laughs> three. <laughs> No, he's the devil. The devil. It could be sleep paralysis. I will pray that the Lord heals you. God bless you. (laughs) I I feel like people are not addressing the uh, winged angel. Someone references the Dr. Phil episode. Ted. Ted does. Ted responds. Miami Ted. Miami Ted's getting his therapy from Dr. Phil on TV, apparently. (laughs) Whew. Yeah, so that was interesting. Um, That actually legitimately sounds like someone who just is like... Someone stealing my candy or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. This is an like old person in a nursing home. It's like, I saw the devil in my room. <laughs> and then all my stuff was stolen. Yeah. 
We need we need a shirt that just says it was the devil. It was the devil. It was space Satan. It was the devil. Space Satan. Oh my gosh. The other theory that I have, I want to talk about the interdimensional thing. Sorry. My Werther's. My favorite theory, naturally, is aliens. And there are several posts I've found where people are saying it's alien abduction. Oh, I've got a good one about that one, too. Ooh, good, good. I have a couple forum posts. Um, This one comes from Budding Psychic 1111 from unexplainedmysteries.com. And Budding Psychic says, I believe that sleep paralysis may sometimes be caused by aliens using telepathic means to immobilize humans as opposed to the medical explanation. I suffer from sleep apnea, which I use a CPAP machine for. But even with the machine, I get sleep paralysis, which my doctor said was not a cause for concern as it wasn't keeping me from sleeping through the night. But I get this a lot. Personally, I believe that it is occurring when the aliens are telepathically interacting with me in some manner as I often feel that extraterrestrials are remotely examining me during these occurrences or that they are somehow doing something to me. Personally, I think that sleep paralysis is not something that science is yet able to fully explain. I believe that in some cases, aliens may play a role in the experience, or at least, this is the case for some individuals. According to some studies, sleep paralysis is a common feature among alien abductees, but given the physical evidence for alien abduction, it is clear that the abductions are indeed taking place. Therefore, it seems that the sleep paralysis may be some sort of procedure or experiment that they conduct remotely in some cases. Sometimes, though, through the power of my own mind, I have been able to fight this telepathic interference and break out of the sleep paralysis if the entities I was communicating with felt malevolent. If one doesn't have fear and tries to move their body slowly, sometimes it actually works and one can wake up. Or in other cases, it is possible to leave this and enter a lucid dreamlike state. I feel like the entities likely seek out people who are in the state of dimensional transition from oh, the see? dream world into waking life, which results Ooh, in sleep spooky. paralysis. I feel that if things take the right or often wrong for the abductee turn during this dimensional transition, evil malevolent aliens take hold and actually enter one's bedroom during this period. This ah. is my theory. And I believe that there's some credibility to it. I do not think sleep paralysis is really just what the fake news scientists say. Scientists <laughs> in quotation marks. Uh-oh. Get rid of those scientists. I think that sleep paralysis is one is at a vulnerable time between the boundary of multiple dimensions. Ah. The dimensions one is in during the dream state and the dimension of waking life. I believe that some extraterrestrials seek out those who are at the confluence of those dimensions, immobilize them, and abduct them. I feel that sleep paralysis, in some cases, is caused by aliens, not the other way around. I feel that the telepathic interference from aliens has a powerful impact on one's mental state. Sometimes, I find myself waking up in the night, fearing them coming. And then, next thing I know, something strange happens that will let me know they are watching me. The interaction between ETs and humans is complex, and unfortunately, this telepathic interaction has not been studied much because the government and the fake news wants to suppress this information. Okay, dude. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Seriously, though. I have found that if I sense negative entities entering my room during sleep paralysis, sometimes through power of mind, I have been able to repel them. Simply having the right mental attitude toward the ent entities that are causing this telepathic interference appears to have an impact. I'm very confident that these entities are telepathically trying to attack me during the sleep paralysis epi episodes, but luckily, I have been able to repel them. 
I believe that the state Luckily. of sleep paralysis attracts negative entities rather than that the whole thing is imagined. But with the right state of mind, one can repel them in my experience. Or at least I have been able to do so thus far. Wow. <laughs> They're like a vampire hunter, but for sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis alien. So that's interesting because that combines, it's saying that aliens are only able to abduct you remotely. I guess they like use Zoom to go social distance abduction. They don't want to get our germs. That's fair. Not right now. And Ted in the chat said that the Pentagon released videos of the UFOs. Yeah. So those, we talked about those last week a little bit. Those, they did release those videos. They are real. They actually released them like probably a couple years ago and they just confirmed that they were real, which is, is you know, that's pretty upsetting. That's pretty upsetting. But mm -hmm. uh, now we think they might be causing sleep paralysis. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I know, Tazmazi, and we also love the the crystal tinfoil people <laughs> we, that, whose forum posts we read. They're this amazing. is the best. Like, this is like a very thorough. Um, so this person's claiming that the waking world and the dream world are different dimensions that you enter and the aliens hypnotize you uh, when you are at the cusp between the two dr dimensions. No. Like, no. that's very interesting. Cupcake Valkyrie has a story in the chat. It says, a real on-topic story for my life. A few years ago, my friend's young niece has had sleep paralysis, and it started shortly after he introduced his girlfriend at the time to the family. So his extremely Christian mother <laughs> thought... I can see where this is going. Uh -oh. Thought his girlfriend brought evil spirits into the home and actually called an exorcist to deal with it. Perhaps unsurprisingly, it didn't work. Did I mention that sleep paralysis runs in their family? <laughs> they didn't just... They didn't exercise hard enough. They needed some more Jesuses. They need Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was that was a, that was a great that was a great. I love the d extra dimensional stuff. I think it's awesome. I'm just like, oh, they're like, that's some of the stuff I've read where it said that like, it's extra dimensional beings like these shadow people that people see. The same one with the hat is an extra dimensional being that people see that continue to like more or less interrupt people's lives. And you you've seen shadow people. I have. I can tell you about those. Yeah. Because if the 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 guy in a hat is what I have seen, so that that very much frightens me. I hate it. I hate it. I have seen. I saw that on two specific instances. One was at night. I was in middle school, I think, and I used to live. Well, I still live in the middle of nowhere, but I lived even further in the middle of nowhere, and it was like the middle of the night. And we snuck out to just go on a walk. Um, and we had walked down to the bottom of the hill. I My house was at the top of the hill. And at the bottom of the hill was my grandparents' house. And they had a porch light that was like casting a light on this bush that we were kind of standing next to in, in the road. And I remember one of us noticed it and kind of gestured to the ground. And you could see on the ground that a shadow... A very clear shadow was being cast of a man with like a fedora hat ah! on his head. And we looked at it for a minute because we were like, what is happening? Because we can see the bush and there's no one there. There's no one standing there. And then it just like moves and like as if it's running towards us. And we just like screamed and ran away and went back home. That's so scary. Yeah, that was very scary because like there was no explanation for it. There was nothing there. 
there was nothing that could have even cast that shadow that was standing there. Um, and the other time was in the middle of the day and I was in my front yard and I was kind of further down the hill again with my dog or doing something. And I looked up at the house and there was a black silhouette of a man with a hat on his head. And it was just like literally standing there in front of the house in the middle of the day. And he was kind of like standing to where he was half in front of the house and half sticking out. So I could tell it wasn't a cast shadow, which wouldn't be possible anyway, because it was like this inky black silhouette. And then it ran around the corner of the house so I ran kind of sideways so I could see around the corner and then there was nothing there. Like it was just completely gone. So, so scary. those were the two times and I had never, I had weird experiences at that house in general that on other instances, but those were the two where this like shadow person in a hat were involved that yeah, I still that's remember. So scary. That multiple vividly. people have seen. Yeah. Yeah, so I would like to know this dimensional thing that you're talking about that pertains to that. And yes, Matthew Bendetto, yeah, we're did, nope for uh, me too. I hate shadow people. They're so scary. <laughs> nope, nope. And Staphylophagus says the Babadook does sound like the hat person is very Babadook-esque with the hat. Oh, God. We So we've talked about shadow people a couple of times. And it, it also kind of tied into the black-eyed kids mm-hmm. a little bit. So yeah, the... Let's see. Oh, this wasn't a dimensional. This is an alien one, but I'm going to read this alien one anyway. This was also posted on our paranormal this week. Yeah. It says, when I was four years old, I was living in Australia. And I like this one because it gave us some, like, a different country where it's happening. So it's not just, you know, it's happening everywhere. It's not just necessarily a, like, America and or European thing. I don't remember it much at at around that age, which is pretty normal, but there is one thing that keeps coming back into my mind to this day. There wasn't just some nightmare. This wasn't just some nightmare that kids usually have. I was wide awake, and I remember I felt everything that happened. I was put to bed by my parents sometime during the night. They left the room, and I was all by myself. I remember trying to fall asleep, but was suddenly interrupted by some creepy figure. I remember being pulled off my bed and dragged underneath it, uh, underneath my bed by my arms, and couldn't move at all and was unable to speak. I remember seeing this very dark figure with bright eyes holding on to me. From that point, I can't remember what happened. I don't know what that was or how it even happened, but I'm pretty sure it was some sort of sleep paralysis. And then they were like, if you have any idea what this might be, please comment. <laughs> that's like aliens, right? That's like, I don't, that's horrifying. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um. It says... So the one person asked, did you wake up under the bed afterwards? And they said, I can't remember what happened after I was pulled under the bed and looked at this thing in face to face. And it says, yeah, they don't even remember. This is a this is creepy. This person like legit woke up under their bed. What? So it's like the um, same kind of thing. Yeah. And the comment says it says uh, waking up under my bed as a child. Anyone else have this happen as far back as I can remember about two, three years old. Up to about 11 or 12, I would wake up located partially or completely under my bed. This would happen more than once per week on average. During during younger years, my parents would find me under my bed. The strange part is that my beds were never very far off the ground. My younger self in a crib would have to belly crawl and squeeze under the bottom. My older self had a twin bed that took considerable effort to crawl out from under. <laughs> what? So I figured I must have just fallen out of bed and rolled under. I would pull myself out and go back to sleep. 
Now I realize that rolling under wasn't any wasn't in the case. Here's the even stranger part. I now have a young daughter. When she was three or four years old, we had a hard time keeping her in bed. I would lay down on the floor next to her bed and wait for her to fall asleep. Most of the time, I would fall asleep first. One night, I woke up to her screaming. Her light was still on, and I had only been sleeping for about 10 minutes. She told me that an old lady hand came out from under my bed and pulled on your hair. When I pressed her for more information, all she would tell me is that it looked old and bony. She also revealed that this was not the first time she saw this happen. Ah! <laughs> no! No! Old lady hand! No! No! <laughs> I, what, that's the hag. Other, lots of people see the hag too, which I think is just so fascinating. And it's like it's like some interdimensional like Baba Yaga, that's just like sleep paralyzing people. I love that idea. Like that's such a rad story. I want that to be true because it's rad. Well, and honestly, also a child seeing like a creepy tall gray alien hand would consider yeah. an old lady. Bony I know. Hand. Little, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's totally true. And I, I feel like, just like I've always said about aliens, too, is like, we don't know necessarily if they're from another planet. They could be another dimensional thing. They, it's just like Bigfoot. Like, they could be something that's like, to the point where we do, it's so advanced that there's no way that we could understand it. There's no oh, way. Yeah, like, these, like, Bigfoot, Mothman, Flatwoods Monster are all just, like, beings from another dimension, and our dimensions are, like, crossing over. There's, like, a weak spot in the... The yeah. dimen- trans-dimensional blue blah blah. Yeah, blah. Colin, Colin D said grays and hags could be the same thing. Who knows? I mean, yeah, aliens could easily. I mean, again, if they're that advanced and they're already telepathic, they have all these abilities. Like, who knows what things that they could project onto people to make them think that they're, you know, something harmless? What's more harmless, quote unquote, than an old lady? Oh my gosh, Angel Booth in chat says. Reminds me of my earliest memory. I was so little, I was still in a crib at the time, and I just remember looking around my room and seeing the walls and ceiling, every surface of the room covered with bulbous ah, purple ah, eyes, blinking no. open and shut, staring down at me as I just laid there paralyzed. And there I am, just stuck in this tiny cage, unable to even summon a scream as the bars around me are burning into my soul with the unearthly stare. Angel, No! <laughs> oh no <laughs> no thank you that's horrible that's that's but like that's it reminds me of like when i was playing like Baldur's gate as a kid and like you would go into like your like pocket dimension and like the hells and there was like eyes and teeth all over the wall and stuff and all these images of like hell mouths and like medieval art and stuff like that like people have all kinds of weird hallucinations of that stuff and i just think it's so cool and i'm sorry you had to experience but but so cool <laughs> but it's dope though but like that, maybe that's how we got we got this like idea of what hell looks like. Like maybe pe- people's like people's experiences like 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 phasing into another dimension. Who knows? That's interesting. I feel like the I I'm so obsessed with the different dimensions and worlds theory, like the string theory. I read my favorite book series of all time is um, His Dark Materials. So I'm always like, when we talk about different worlds and dimensions, I'm like, yay. Yeah. It'd be so fun. <laughs> it is fun. The keister said, I had something similar when I was a toddler looking around my room. And I looked around in the dark and all of my toys looked like they were muttering, like their mouths were si- silently moving. I particularly no. remember the balsa wood dinosaur models. No! 
no, that's like some, that's like some Barovia, like Blinsky toys, like cursed, cursed, so cursed. <sighs> Hate that. Gosh, so that's interesting. I I need to put some more thought into this. Like, if aliens and demons and all this stuff are just creatures from another dimension, and that other dimension technically could just be something that is just so far beyond our solar system. Yeah. That we could not reach it through normal means. So they're still aliens. Yeah. And they always describe aliens as like, and like, like if, if we're humans walking by an anthill, I think I've said this before. It's like, if we walk by an anthill, do the ants know or care what we are? Like, no. Like, they don't have any, they don't care, they don't know, and, like, the it, these advanced cultures, if that's what they are, whatever they're doing, are so advanced that we're just an anthill. We're just yeah, an anthill. possibly understand yeah, it. Yeah, we're just an anthill dooting around, unless they step on us, like, we don't know what they're doing. <laughs> sure, they can look at us, pick, pick us up, I guess, you know? Um. Oh, we have a story that says, when I was 16, my parents took me to Salt Lake City, I was there, I fell asleep in front of the fireplace in the place we were staying at. My dream was mostly normal. I was having fun rollerblading, sick. But then a random old lady dressed entirely in black started screaming at me and leapt at me. I woke up with my back arched and I couldn't move. And I was hallucinating the lady on me with her hands on my neck. And I felt like she was trying to break it rather than choke me. Oh, no, that's so scary. That's so scary. That's the old hag thing. It's like the same image. It's so weird that everyone sees the same thing. That's what weirds me out. Like, I, I'm i going to, like, I have to say that there has to be some kind of, like, faction <laughs> yeah. to this because I believe, like, I know that it's a scientific thing that happens to your body because your brain and your body aren't listening to each other. But what if that, like, blip in consciousness opens up a door? Like, what if that that error in, like, your consciousness and your body of your body not being attached to your brain and your brain being like almost its own entity. Like, what if that opens some kind of weird door to somewhere else and you see things that you wouldn't normally see? Like, who knows? Whoa. Right? Whoa. I have big feelings about this. Yeah. Yeah. That's like where night hags come from and all that kind of stuff. Like it could be, it could be scientifically. Yes. What's happening is that our bodies are like glitching out. But sometimes things that glitching out can also be something spooky. So, I don't know. I will always compare, like, consciousness and shit to computers because I'm, like, almost positive that we're all just a simulation and that... <laughs> oh, man, I know. <laughs> I hate it. It's Dude. like, there's no way. There's no way. It's like they said, like, oh, if, if like, there's way more likely that we're a simulation than, like, we're real. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, do you, ever have, do you ever have times where, like, you're looking at something, and then all of a sudden something appears, and you were like, was that there the whole time? Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's, like, back to, like, the Matrix, where they're like, you know, they, you move like they do. <laughs> I haven't watched the Matrix in so long. Oh, my I God, you to have watch to watch it. the trilogy. It's a wild ride. I watched it recently because, you know, we're in quarantine, so what else are we going to do but, like, watch movies? And I was like, whoa, this is, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, Flumpton Bronzebottom also has a story. Uh, I've experienced a lot of sleep paralysis slash apnea thing. I remember it happened at my piano teacher's house once. One of only a couple of times. I was semi-conscious but couldn't open my eyes or breathe for several seconds. Then I'd wake up gasping, gasping, fall asleep again, and it'd happen again. Ooh, that's so scary. 
Oh no, Lady Vileblood. No, I'm gonna have to look that up now, and I'm gonna hate Ooh, it. I want to go there too. I'm gonna hate it too. so much. I'm gonna hate it. No, I'm gonna hate it. No, <laughs> I'm gonna hate it so much. That's the shit that's like that and aliens like scares me so bad. I hate existential things, and I hate aliens that are also robots, robot aliens, like the Reapers. I hate like from Mass Effect. Like I hate that. I hate it with my whole soul. I hate it. But yes, that would be a great topic for next week as well. If we want to like talk about like, oh no, Kayla's face is just shocked. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm trying to scroll through the Reddit, but it's a lot of videos and I'm like, I need some some stories. Just not to go on a tangent, but the whole singularity thing, like that's what I, f- I feel like if there's aliens, they have to be AI because that's the pinnacle of evolution. They have to be. Like they have to, they, they have to be AI. They have to be. It's just because they would have to get here. Like they would have to be something that could live forever so that their knowledge accumulate. Like it's just, and as soon as we make, you know, AI and like machines that can repair and replicate themselves, like that's it. Yeah. They have like, to be it. like at least like <laughs> augmented uh, organics. Cause like, yeah. I, and I think, cause it's, you're right. It's like, and to be able to travel as far as they would need to travel. I'm really scared yeah. about computers. Yeah, <laughs> I feel it's like really scared. I, th- I mean, it might also because I really like Mass Effect and like got really scared from playing it too much. Um, Tavnasian said, the one only time I ever went camping, I saw an old woman sitting out in the woods. <laughs> cool. Goals. Told my friend <laughs> and he wanted to check but couldn't find anyone. That night, I, ha- I had had sleep paralysis event and watched her drag me from my tent into the lake to drown no. me. No. I woke up the next morning floating in the lake. No. No. And the back of me was covered in dirt and scratches. What? <gasps> That's terrifying. That's some Blair Witch shit. No. Oh my god, that's horrible. Schnauzer89 said it's a little off topic, but when I was younger, I would have these waking deja vu moments that I could uh retrace to dreaming about months before the events actually happened. The thing is I would never I would never remember having these precognitive dreams they ended up being a missing memory of that night until I experienced the actual moment in real life that I remember having the dream months before. I mean, I've had dreams where the thing happens, and I hate that. I wish I didn't. I wish that hadn't have happened to me. <laughs> so yeah, dreams like are that. weird, and I hate it. And I do think that there is some, again, faction involved in all of this to where maybe in a relaxed state, when our brain is allowed to do whatever the hell it wants to do, we can tap into something that is, you know, that is like some like a who knows ley line eternal knowledge like font of like reality who knows but i really I've, hate i hate this <laughs> i really hate all the the matrix stuff i hate that i hate it yeah because i think about that a lot like that happens to me a lot where it's like i'm looking through the windshield of my car and then all of a sudden there's like something on my windshield like that looks like it had been there crusted on there a while but I hadn't noticed it like just it appeared. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? Like, and just stuff like that, where it's like little things that just like appear in the distance or something that just weren't there before. And I'm like, was that just my brain not registered, re- registering that it existed? Or was that like always there? Is there something going on? Did I like, could you be shifting between, is there, are there like limitless alternate worlds going on at the same time where you're making decisions and creating these other dimensions and you could be constantly shifting between them is that a thing yeah 
Well, and I, I mean, it also sounds like the thing, like things like time slips and things like that, where people will actually experience other times and then like walk around a corner and they're like back, like back in the world, like normal world. I don't like, understand that. That is, I know, wild. Yeah, I know. I hate it. I hate it. We call Jesus. Jesus, <laughs> you there? We gotta Jesus, pray, please. <laughs> Can we please? I'm sorry. I don't know why I made Jesus Southern. Not everyone who's Southern loves Jesus. And Jesus seemed like a nice guy. So, no hate. No Sly. hate for the J-Man. <laughs> no, for the J- Mr. J. I don't know. <laughs> Mr. J-Man. Sly Torn Spacer says, I remember as a kid, I had an experience slash dream. I woke up in the middle of the night and had the unshakable urge to check under my pillow. When I did, I saw what was a cookie sheet covered in human bones then I started seeing faces moving in the walls and voices muttering, just slow enough I couldn't understand. Nope. Cookie sheet covered in bones? Delicious. That's awesome. That sounds like some real some real hag hours. Some some good hag shit. Geraldo yeah. asks if they if that I think that happens to me more often because I was visited by the man in a hat, and I sure hope not. I've had other weird things happen. I've talked about like my lost time story, which still fucks me up. Oh yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I've just had, I guess that's why I got into stuff like this, because things have happened to me that can't be explained, and they've happened to me in the presence of other people, and they also can't explain them. So maybe I'm just screwed, and I'm going to slip into another dimension one day and never return. <laughs> no, I mean, I've had weird stuff happen to me, too. It's And this is something that other paranormal podcasts that I listen to always, always, always talk about. It's like, they always talk about how that once you start looking into this stuff, even at a young age, that it looks back. Like, if you're <laughs> open, yeah, but if you're open to these, like, paranormal experiences, that you will, like, have them because you're open to them. So it's, like, kind of like a tulpa thing. Like, you're like, this could happen, and then, like, it can happen. Like, it, it kind of manifests itself. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. I feel like in college, though, I went actively looking for things more and then they didn't happen but when what? i was yes, younger they did what are you talking about you went to that one thing you heard those chairs moving around oh yeah yeah that's true <laughs> that's i just mean 100 did that that did happen um, that's enough was, like that's enough for me to be like oh i'm good this is too five spooky no, for me i feel like for me like my brain immediately went to that same night we tried to like record audio and nothing happened but you know the chair thing did happen but it wasn't good enough i wanted more <laughs> I mean, I wanted to be more spooked. Yeah, no, I mean, it was like it was like when I was in New Orleans and smelled the ghost, and my my friend who was like, "I want to see a ghost, I want to see a ghost," and like my friends didn't see any ghost, but I had the ghost make me smell it. It's like, excuse me, ma'am, I don't want to smell you. Yeah, the ghost made me smell the ghost. (sighs) Yeah, you're right. I did hear that. I did hear the chair thing. That's horrible. I I wanted to hear them talk. I want to hear the the chair this, was this. enough. That's more than ghost hunters get. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's like I've seen UFOs. Like that's more than like the UFO. Like half the time, though, I have been watching the Skinwalker Ranch show, which we talked about before, and they do get some interesting footage of like I told you, like the silver orbs. Yeah. Ugh. God. Yeah. So that is a good show. But uh, all I'm saying is like. If you, yeah, you just want like an actual ghost to appear. Just be like, hey, what's up? Like, hey, what's up, Kayla? I heard you wanted. I heard you wanted to be spooked real bad. Boo! Spooky. Yeah, I would. I would actually literally die. I don't know why I act like I want to see these things. 
No, I mean, I would want to see them too. Like, I 100% do. But like, when it happens, and I like, and I get creepy, like, ra- like radio tapes, my grandpa, or like ghost smells, yes. or UFOs, like, I'm just like, mm, that was enough. That was enough. That was enough. I just never want to. I think the worst thing is the lost time thing. I never want to experience that again because that's as scary. Long as, yeah, as long as I know what's going on, I feel better about it. But if it, if you if something happens to you and you don't can't account for whatever it was, not okay with that. Yeah. Well, the lost time, the lost time stuff. That's something else. I always i I wonder if has if it has to do with something like again like with our brain and our body and like paralysis and kind of stuff like because like it's almost like time paused and happened without you knowing it happened yeah like something happened right it could have been in like my brain shut down so it's it is it's like yeah that in of itself was it like did it just shut down and you were just all of a sudden like non-existent i mean that's bad enough even if it's not aliens (laughs) or did it did my brain shut down and my body started Functioning without my brain being aware of it. Yeah. Hold on, I was... Oh, no, that's horrible, Lotus Priest. They said my mom and I were both visited by something that caused sleep paralysis in the same night. No! No, no see, that's real messed up. No, because then there's more than one person experiencing it. Ooh, ooh, flip it. the table. No. <laughs> Not okay. F- false fact. Fiction. <laughs> Don't want it to be true. Um has a story in here. I want to read this. Okay. Don't normally tell people this, but when I was 16, there was a girl in my school who claimed to be a psychic vampire. No! A friend of mine dated her, and his memory of the time is really messed up and spotty. One day, she called me and told me she was feeding on me. That's rude. That's very rude. I was chatting with my other friend online who claimed to be a sorcerer, and she said she'd make my energy poison to the girl. Vampire girl said she was starting to feel sick and hung up, and when I went to the mirror, my eyes looked yellow for a moment Whoa. before turning back to their normal color. Color. She had been harassing me at school for a while, so I'm 100 sure it was just mes- it was just stress making me suggestible. That's I still mean, weird, though. That's still strange. That is still strange, and even if it's it seemed real, even if it was just your anxiety or stress, like the fact that it seemed like it was happening is just so creepy. I feel like that's the whole definition of a psychic vampire, though, right? Yeah. It's like manifesting these. Uh, I feel like I feel like I know people who are psychic vampires that don't claim to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, They're I just like draining emotionally. This draining. Just, this just makes me think of what we do in the shadows. I don't know if you've I seen the show. Watch that. So I'm gonna watch funny. it. I will. I'm gonna start that. There's a psychic vampire that lives with the vampires, and his name's oh my gosh. Colin. But he's like a real vampire. Like he like can fly and shit. But he's a psychic vampire, so he's just really boring. Oh. Anyway, it's amazing. The show's amazing. You should all watch it. And they all hiss. It's adorable. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. I promise. I've seen the movie. I want to watch the show. Oh, the I'm show's the show's amazing. I actually like the show better than the movie. I think. I mean, sounds looks like we got some people sent in stories. Maybe you can send in your stories. Should we get to the stories? I feel like we're gonna have some good ones this week. Yes, I do have that um, long werewolf one I wanted to save. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure. See how many we have for because I feel like we have. Um, we ask people to send in their personal sleep paralysis stories, which I wanted to talk about more because this is the sort of thing where it's like we know what causes this, but we mm-hmm. don't know why people see the same things. Right, that's the scary part. Yeah, the scary part is why do people see hags? Why do people see 
the guy with the hat. Why do people see these similar things, even though we know, like, on a medical, like, psychological level, why it's happening? We don't know why people are, like, having a mass hallucination. Well, we have, it looks like six sleep paralysis stories, and then I have the werewolf story. So we, we got some good stuff. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. I will go ahead and read the werewolf story if you're ready. Yeah, werewolf. Werewolf. I can't, werewolf. I can't say it right. I know. I, I talk weird. No, werewolf. I like it. We, we. <laughs> werewolf. I'm not, it's endearing. It's my my southernness. I can't say I like words. It. All right, let me bring up bring up Spooky Saturday story time. Okay, ready? Go. I am ready. Okay, I was gonna see if this person had a sign off. There's no sign off on here, so I'm gonna stay anonymous. If you're in the chat, feel free to shout out that it is you. Yeah, and like Geraldo said, so many stories. Good job with the submission, Spooky Scouts. Good job. Yeah, thank you. All right. One thing no one really tells you about hitchhiking is that it's boring for the most part. It's not some romanticized adventure. That's a load of bullshit. Even when you get a ride, you get those people who just sit there trying to make awkward small talk or try to preach to you. They eventually clam up and you're just uncomfortable for the next hour or so, waiting for them to get tired of your smell and boot you. It's a lot of long stretches of road, miles of forests, and semi-cabs. I won't lie and say I didn't spend some extra time in those cabs. Motel rooms aren't free and neither is food. Southern Alberta is nice in the late spring, but it's shit any other time of the year. Swarms of bugs or ice, and with a short window of pretty weather in between. I think it was around Christmas when I ran into something weird. Well, weirder than usual. I'd managed to get enough cash to rent a room for four days. Four days with a heater and a decent fucking bed. I get myself tucked in with a bottle of George Dickel, and the asshole next door starts screaming. Not yelling at the hockey match, which I was only half watching, but screaming bloody murder. He's banging about, and I hear grunting, like animal grunting. I just wanted some sleep. My feet were sore, my shoulder was killing me, and this guy just wouldn't shut up. So I bang on the wall, let the freak know he has a neighbor. Maybe he didn't realize someone had holed up next to him. He just keeps on screaming. I figured he'd burn out pretty soon, but man, it just gets worse. It gets louder, high-pitched. Then it stops, just like that. So I put my ear to the wall, but he slams against it, hard enough to knock that landscape painting right off the wall. I'm not going to say I was the bigger man here. I was half a bottle in and tired, so good decision-making wasn't exactly my strong suit. So I go there to bang on his door. My rationale was if he wasn't going to be quiet, I'd make him be quiet. I wasn't planning on doing much other than knock him out for a few hours so I could get a decent nap. You know, scare him enough so he'd think twice about being a jackass in the future. Before I can even lift my fist, this door bursts off its hinges. Last thing I remember is the peephole coming right for my face. It was like getting hit by a truck. I came to with the door still on top of me. Everything hurt and it was cold. I get up ready to kill him and don't see anyone. It was dead silent except for the humming coming from the motel sign and the sound of the match in my room. So I decide to get a peek in the the freak's room. 
see if I could find out what he was carrying on about. I had my money on bestiality gone awry. Oh, no! Ugh. When I leaned in, all I saw was a mess, like Freddy Krueger had a party. There was blood on the ceiling, the walls, the TV, everywhere. I'd never seen a scene like this, not even when they shipped me overseas. It looked like a tornado went through, and it stank like a wet bear. Stuff was thrown all over the place. The only thing not disturbed was the bed frame, but that was bolted to the floor. There was so much chaos that I didn't notice the body right away. It was under the shredded comforter. This guy had been gutted, big claw marks from chest to groin. His guts were pulled out. It was bad. No wonder he was screaming. I felt bad. I still kind of do. That's a bad way to go. Common sense finally took over and I got out of that room. It wouldn't look good if the police showed up and I'm just standing there. I mean, I couldn't do that kind of damage, but cops don't assume that. They just see a suspect. The rest can be sussed out later. I get back in my room after wiping my footprints up and scrub my feet. My socks were soaked through, so I burned them in the sink and flushed the remains. After that, I finished off the rest of the bottle so I didn't have to see that guy's face anymore. I could have really used something stronger right then, but I hadn't met a dealer in a while. All you can find in places was cheap weed. Weed. When the police came knocking on my door, I'd already been out for a few hours. I lied and said I'd heard what I thought were some folks going, going at it. It'd be a hard time hearing the game and told them I'd turn the volume up to drown them out. They took my statement and that was it, really. I was just another person wasting their time. I got moved to another room on the other side of the building so the crime scene crew could use mine as a base or something. No refund or complimentary night for my troubles, though. I didn't care. I just wanted to get away from that place. You could smell it through the vents. The end. (laughs) That's like... Ugh. I mean, I really like that story. I like it a lot. Visceral. Yeah, I like that. But like, I think it. I I think it was fiction only because, like, I don't know. You can't have that much blood in a room without like causing a ruckus. What does chat think? What do we think? I see. (laughs) Mel Skunk refused to believe I wouldn't have heard that one in the news. Yeah. Hmm. True. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit intense. But it is a great it is a good story. But well, maybe but maybe it's true. Well, you got it. This one's made up. No, this one's made up. Fiction. 100% fiction. It was great though. I loved it. That's a really cool story. Like what if you walked in on like a werewolf like mauling room? Ugh. <laughs> Thrill Chatter just said thank the gods. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. But yeah, that was a great story. We don't know who sent it? Uh, No, there was no official sign-off on that one, so I don't like giving people's names unless they offer them. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for the story. It was excellent. Um, We now have a sleep paralysis story, so now we're moving to the spookies. Yes, I sent this one to you. There was no sign-off on this one either, and I actually... I didn't pre-read this one, but there was no um, indication of fact or fiction. So we'll see how it plays out. It sounds, from what I've read so far, it sounds like it might just be a, a fact. All right, you ready? Growing up, I suffered from sleep paralysis constantly. I only realized this is what it was many years later after hearing others talk about their experience. While occasionally I have episodes now, they are few and far between. <laughs> Thank dog. <laughs> So many of my episodes 
Is that what they're called? Experiences, maybe? We're just walking up and not being able to move, talk, scream, nothing. Terrifying in itself, but there are at least two specific episodes that are forever burned into my memory. On one occasion, I woke up unable to move or talk and had the strange sensation of someone, something, slithering, only way I can describe it, away from me at the edge of my bed. Scary, but not as scary or spooky as the other episodes. One night, I think I was maybe 10 or 13 years old, exact time frame is a bit hazy, I woke up in bed staring straight up and out of the corner of my eye I saw a large shadowy figure in my door frame. The figure moved slowly towards my bed and began hovering over me. I don't remember what the figure looked like, just dark and shadowy and definitely not human-like. Jumped to me being 20, 21 years old and talking with my then boyfriend's sister-in-law. We were talking about spooky shit and she told me about this one experience she had and I shit you not, it was the same thing I experienced with the shadowy figure. I've seen and read so many things on sleep paralysis and the idea of the sleep demon, but I'm not completely convinced that's what I experienced. Well, I do love it when people say like, oh, I experienced that too. Because then it's like, why? Why would you experience the same thing? Why? Why would you? Ooh. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. But I mean, I think it's a fact for sure. And there's, yeah. we don't know. They didn't give a sign off, but... Seems like just sharing some experiences. Anonymous ghosty sounds like they're just sharing a an experience to me. Wow. Because I feel like uh, those are pretty common sleep paralysis sounding experiences. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of something floating over me. That's gross and weird. Mm-mm. I don't like floating things. Floating no. objects, floating anything. When when no. things move that are not supposed to move, I'm not okay with it. Yeah, but I don't you like stay that. stay there. I don't, I don't like that. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Model of Disaster in chat says that was their story, and it is true. Oh, good. Yay. Thank you, Model of Disaster. So, a similar event did occur. A similar event did occur. Fact. Fact. All right. I have another one pulled up whenever you're ready. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. Story time. This story comes from Shadow Geek. Shadow Geek says, I've been sitting on this story for some time. When I saw today's topic, I knew I had to finally send it in. In the summer of 2006, my brother moved out of our childhood home and into a rental with four of his high school buddies. As you would expect from four post-high school graduates, the first few days were, were a near party nonstop, with each of them having company over at random times of the day and into the night. The house was fairly isolated, was a fairly isolated old farmhouse, and the guys didn't have to worry too much about neighbors. My brother was just lucky to have his own room. Not spending any time in there other other than sleep, it was pretty barren aside from the king-size mattress taking up two-thirds of the room floor. The first quiet night in his new home would be one that he wouldn't soon forget. Always being the early bird, my brother went to bed before everyone else in the house. His room was pitch black, save for a green glow on the ceiling coming from a recycled glass porch light just outside. He woke up in the middle of the night to some unusually loud creaking. Opening his eyes, he noticed the ceiling seemed distorted somehow, watching the otherworldly glow making the face of an old man, mouth wide open ready to swallow him whole. Frozen in place, my brother was trapped in his bed, his heart pounding, unable to react to what he saw before him. Whatever caused it, he finally jumped out of bed and ran to the hallway to turn on the light. Nothing was there. He stood there for a few minutes, trying to process what just happened. Was it a bad dream? Was it the lights playing tricks? Or was it something he didn't want to think about? 
No. Hmm. Ugh. I mean, I I think most I think I think most of these like spooky sleep paralysis ones are fact. I'm just gonna say fact. Ooh, I feel like everyone agrees with you. There's a lot of facts. I see one fiction and a lot of ghost emojis. <laughs> ghost well, emojis. Ghost, ghost emojis. Well, according to Shadow Geek, this story is faction. Oh. An exaggeration of something that my brother told he happened to him when he first moved out. The old man face in the ceiling is something he swears happened. But just oh, I hate that. So, mostly fact, I would say. Yeah, so we got you, kind of. <laughs> a similar event actually did occur. A similar event actually did occur. That was good. Right, I hate got, that, though. We have several more. We had one more come in as well. Oh, nice. Perfect. Thank you for the peens, puppies. Beans. Thank you for, oh, we haven't done a frakes yet. Let's do a frakes. Oh, we yes. Frakes. Frakes needs to bombing frakes. A frakes bomb in these dark times. Similar event did occur. No, now Paco's dooting. <laughs> oh, Paco. Whoop, whoop. Gosh, I love him so much. <laughs> Fact. Fact. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Nice, 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 nice. Oh. All right. I, I sent you another story. This one came from Roxy Rondell, 79. Let's do it. I'm glad that we have a bunch of stories today because, again, I this is. This topic is just already, it's already defined. So, like, personal yeah. experience is the only way we're going to get different stories on it. So, thank you all for sending in spooky stories. Hold on, I lost my button. Oh, no. I lost my stuff. Oh, but there it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When I was 10 years old, I remember experiencing a scary incident. I was lying in bed one night sleepy, but not yet asleep. As I glanced around my room, I saw movement coming from my toy chest. Cut, no. <laughs> my eyes, no. My eyes grew wide as I saw a shadow, shadow figure moving amongst my toys. I would catch glimpses of it as it moved around. Then I started crawling its way out of my toy, and then it started crawling its way out of my toys towards me. I couldn't move as my mind raced to figure out what to do. It seemed to be making a weird high-pitched sound, but I saw no mouth moving. As it came closer to me, I kept trying to move, move, only I couldn't. I also was incapable of speaking. It moved agonizingly slow. It felt like forever until I was finally able to scream as I closed my eyes. The next thing I knew, my mom came rushing into my room, turning on the lights and asking if I was all right. I pointed at my toys as I tried to vocalize what had happened. When I looked, there was nothing but my toys there. My mom said she said I just had a nightmare and had to calm down so I could go back to sleep. I'm still not sure if it was sleep paralysis or just my imagination. Ooh. No, no. I hate that. <laughs> Spooky toys. No. Did this say who this one was from? Yes, this was Roxy Rondell 79. Oh, man. Who I think is in the chat right now. Hate this. What do we think? What do you think? <laughs> I, think they said, I think they said it. I think they said in the chat that it was fact. I think oh. I saw that. Yes. It sounds it like fact. 100% real. I, I believe that. It's, ugh. I really don't like it, though. That's a terrifying nightmare to have. I, mm -hmm. I, I, no, I don't you. like it. Don't like it at all. 
And I feel like toys are just so creepy. There's always just such a creepy thing to like, like the toys that were like chittering to themselves in that other story. Oh, like, no. <laughs> like, I don't want my, I don't want that. That's not something I want. Hate that. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. I have another one pulled up whenever you're ready. We got to thank you for sending all these in. Yay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Store time. This one comes from Alex. Alex says, some backstory. Growing up, I always had nightmares due to my rough childhood, so my dreams were always turning into nightmares. I distinctly remember a few instances of sleep paralysis where someone would be standing over me or growling in my ear and pulling my hair, and I couldn't move at all. As I got older, I read into lucid dreaming, and soon I was able to combat both my nightmares and force myself to wake up during an episode of sleep paralysis. Flash forward to about 2018. I was dealing with a lot of stress in my life from personal stuff in college, and it caused my headaches to get worse until I had the worst migraine of my life. Every day I dissociated and had memory problems, and at night my brain kept hallucinating things in the darkness. Almost every other night I'd wake up with something standing over me, sitting on my chest, or walking closer to me. This time, it wasn't sleep paralysis, but I couldn't always move due to pure fear. It started with a woman in armor with white hair falling next to my bed. I instinctively tried to grab her and save her, but fell out of bed. Another night, which was the scariest one, I dreamt of my boyfriend whispering, He's coming. He's walking to the door. I said what to him softly, and I woke up. I hallucinated him saying, He's here. I looked over to the door, and a headless male form shambled slowly towards ah! me, making choking noises. I screamed and threw my hands over my face, and my boyfriend who was sleeping next to me shook me, trying to wake me up, but I was already awake. I looked towards the door and said, he's here, but the figure disappeared. After my migraines retreated, it stopped happening as much, but I'll never forget every horrible hallucination. No. No, no, no. <laughs> and also... If you're in the chat, Alex, let us know if it's fact or fiction because you, because I don't have anything, but I'm going to assume it's these are real Ugh. stories. <laughs> Ugh, I hate them. Yeah, again, like, but, like, I feel like there's so many, like, solid similarities between a lot of this. Again, like, it's just, it's just so creepy. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, I like the woman in armor, though. I like drawing women in armor. That is cool. Yeah. That's pretty I, dope. That's, that's a That's a new one. I do like that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna assume. Yeah, everyone's saying fact. I think I guess fact. It sounds like a fact. Oh yeah, Lady Vile Blood in chat says I sent it so quickly I forgot to add <laughs> fact. It's fact. Ah, ah, it's good. Yeah, was it proper armor or was it bikini armor? <laughs> <laughs> Which level of uh, protection? Oh my are god, we Lady Vile Blood said she was hot, so it, must be, it was bikini <gasps> armor. Ooh, so hot. <laughs> That's important. Important detail. It's amazing. That's an important detail. Yeah. Got that chainmail bikini. <laughs> That's great. Oh, we have another one. Great. We have another one, and I sent it to you, and I do know if this one is fact or fiction. Oh, Lady Vileblood said it was proper armor. It wasn't a chainmail bikini. <laughs> Still hot. <laughs> Still here for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Story time. So I was about six years old when this happened. Me and my mom moved into a new house. She started renting, and shortly after, her boyfriend moved in. A short time after this, things would happen. Things falling off tables, doors closing and opening, electronics just turning off. Eventually, my mom started to hear me having conversations with nobody in my room. 
Nope. Now, my mom is a believer. <laughs> or not to be confused with a believer. <laughs> believer. <laughs> but, she, but she just saw it as mildly annoying at most, whereas her boyfriend, who I should point out was a huge asshole, fair, thought she was just being dumb and superstitious. After an argument they had, they both ended up going to bed. And the next thing I remember is waking up and hearing him freaking out in the middle of the night. He left right after that. What happened was this. He got up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom as he was walking down the hall when he swore he saw a man standing in the hall with a saw. It scared him so bad that he thought we were being robbed. Nothing was disturbed. Nothing taken. No evidence that anyone had been there. My mom, of course, thought it was the spirit. And the boyfriend apparently had enough of the bullshit and just left that night. <laughs> wow. What a what an asshole. First of all, good riddance. Right? That's, wow. Yeah, that's a, I mean, also a saw. I always wonder if it's like, if people see spooky ghosts with like saws and things like that, because that was like their, that's their like spooky ghost just how they look like oh i'm just holding the saw forever <laughs> oh it th- i died with the saw in i my died hand, with so i must saw. carry it <laughs> i must carry the saw from the grave <laughs> i don't know i mean i don't know i feel like i don't i'm torn on this one it could be it could be fiction i'm gonna say fiction chat seems to be i see both i see a little of both along with some faction yeah well, this one's real. Ah, I was wrong. You got me. No. You got gut. It's like the vampire one on, on on actual fact or fiction. And then like Frakes was like, this one's real. I'm like, there's no way. I know. That was the one that got me the most too. I was like, there's literally no way. But okay. Forgot, don't believe it. Still don't believe that one was real. <laughs> oh, boy. Interesting, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's I thought that was I thought that was a good story. I love that it was a ghost with a saw. That's cool. The I, my favorite comment in chat um, was someone said that the ghost was exercising the shitty boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like you can do better. <laughs> Just like, like get that one out of there. Yeah, you can do better. I have a saw. It's fine. Oh my gosh, are you ready for another? Oh, I'm ready. All right, I'm this a- one came. I'm just making sure because we got some spooky Saturday fan art last minute. Oh my gosh! I think I saw that come through on Twitter. Yeah, I was gonna post it in on the actual screen once we're done with stories, so we can see it. Okay. Do you want to wait? Do you want to wait till we're done? Yeah. Just yeah. Stories first, and then that. Okay. Okay. Story time. This one comes from Lotus Priest, and I don't think I have an answer on this one either. So if you're in chat, let us know. But. We'll assume that this is an actual experience based on what we've read so far. So, this happened to me and my mother a few years ago. My mom and I are pretty close, and I wrote in a while ago about a spooky experience my mom and I had when she worked graveyard shift above what was my town's first funeral parlor. It ended with her chanting Buddhist sutras in response to both of us hearing what I could only describe as a ghost party. Oh my God, praying. Anyways. Same thing. <laughs> it's true. Anyways, remember the TV show A Haunting that used to air on the Discovery Channel? Well, my mom and I used to watch that show and talk about wanting to form our own paranormal investigation society. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing with you and your mom. That's sick. That all changed when we found an actual haunted house to investigate. Basically, the house we were interested in investigating was a former halfway house for former prostitutes and was run by a doctor that performed a number number of shady abortions before abortion was legal. 
When we started looking into the house, it was also in the midst of being renovated. So we visited the house one night, but never got out of the car. It's a historic house, so we just sat in the parking lot, basically just looking over at the house. We never got out of the car, but apparently just being there was enough. When we returned home that night, we both went to bed, only to be awakened in the middle of the night. It was the coldness that woke me up. I live in Florida, and this was the middle of summer, yet it was a freezing cold that woke me up. In the corner of my room, a dark figure was staring at me. I started chanting, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this wrong, uh, <laughs> Nam-myo-ho-rong-kyo, the main mantra of my Buddhist faith. Sorry if I butchered that. Even as I was chanting this, I couldn't move, and the figure growled at me. Ooh. Eventually, from either my Buddhist faith or the figure getting bored, it left, and I was finally able to move my body and fall back asleep. Where it gets weird is the next morning, my mom, out of the blue, told me she no longer wanted to do any paranormal investigating. <laughs> when I asked her why, my mom revealed that she was visited by what she described as the exact same spirit that had tormented me the night before. On the same night, both of us were awoken by a freezing temperature, were paralyzed, and forced to look at this seemingly malicious spirit. After that, we never really tried to mess around with the paranormal again as a team. No! That's such a good story! Duh! But I think I think it was fact. I think they said in, ch- in chat that it was already fact. Oh my gosh! But that's I scary. But I kind I kind of wish they would have had a had a a camera, a par- like yeah, a camera. And like I wish you should have taken this as a challenge to yeah. pursue your paranormal yeah. dreams. You look into the paranormal; it looks back. Oh my gosh, that's really scary. <laughs> it does. It looks back. It looked back. Do 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 do. So spooky. We have one more. We have one more. I'm so excited. Also, someone is barbecuing outside and it's warm. And I'm just like, what is this? Summertime's here. This summertime, this summertime cruelty from my, from my window. Um, And I'm still sweaty and my hair is just sticking to me because it's just like, it's too warm in here. (laughs) I am so jealous. It's so cold. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was a great story. And it's also a great story that it's sleep paralysis. That's like. Again, experienced by two people at the same time. So how's that happening? Yeah. How do you explain that, science? Right? Scientists. I'm doing finger Scientists, yeah. Scientists. Scientists. How do you explain that one? (laughs) Oh, my God. This one comes comes from Maximum Extruder. Um, Um, Okay. I just sent you. Cool. Uh, Spook is out of the store time. All right. Here we go. I'm not sure if this experience was a sleep pro- Are you reading it or me? Was it your turn or my turn? No, it's my turn. That's why you sent it it's to me. It's your turn. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just stroking out. <laughs> it's it's one of those days. It's hot. It's hot it's in very- here. Okay, it's story time. In quarantine, it's a lot. <laughs> it's hot. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if this experience was a sleep paralysis event or not. I feel very confident that I was fully awake, but I suppose I can't rule it out. It was a singular event and the entity that I saw. I have never found any likeness or parallel in all the occult paranormal research I've done. Can't tell if I should be comforted or concerned by that. Nice. I I love it. When I was 10 years old, my family moved into a new house. It was much bigger than the old townhouse and much older, having been built in the 1920s. But I feel I should stress that house is quite possibly the the least haunted place I've ever been. Being the eldest, I was given the choice of bedroom, which was between the downstairs, back bedroom, or the attic. So, obviously, I chose the attic. Yeah, the smart choice. Now, let me be clear. 
It isn't the dour, cramped, gloomy sort of attic. It's a large room with its own bathroom and two walk-in closets. Whoa, sick. One of these closets is in the dormer window area, which was situated opposite of my bed. The dormer area was damaged back in the 70s by a tornado, and thus the floor sloped down significantly. This caused the door for the dormer closet to hang wide open. One evening, not too long after we moved in, I was sitting in bed reading. It was after sunset, but not too late. The lamp by my bed was the only light on, casting the dormer area into shadow, shadow, but the dormer closet door was fully lit. As I read, I caught movement in my peripheral. Lowering my book, I saw something looking at me over the top of the closet door. Its hands were gripping the top of the door, almost as if it had pulled itself over to peer at me. I had no doubt that it was looking at me, even though its face was featureless. No! It seemed to be made of what I can only describe as TV static. No! No, no, no! 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 Cancel! No! (laughs) Three-dimensional with volume and weight. It looked at me for perhaps 10 or 15 seconds, then dropped down behind the door. I took a breath and cast the covers to one side to check things out. But just then, the entity leapt from behind the door, across the fully lit open space, and into through the wall. In that instant that it was between the door and the wall, I saw that it was rail thin, nearly stick figure-like, about five feet tall, and wholly formed of TV static. I don't know what it was or what it wanted. I've never seen anything like it since, though I still feel a little uneasy around that closet, which has since been in the in storage for Christmas decorations. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. Yep, yep, yep. That's, that's, I hate that. That's <laughs> it, Kayla. That's awful. A no. T- slendy boys. <laughs> slendy, the slender no. little lad. The slender lad. That's, that's, that's a great, like, cryptid, like, monster alien, like, skinny TV static. That's great. I don't like it when things, like, don't have distinguishable features. No, I mean, either. Ew. I know. I hate it. Um, yeah. I don't know. And they said if it's fact or fiction. No, I I mean, it just says it's a, uh, the thing in the Christmas closet story. So I assume it's fact and I really 100% hate it. Like, wow. Yeah, we don't even know. It's, we're just going to say it's just, it's just a spooky. It's just there to be spooky. Oh no, oh, no. Maximum Extruder says Sorry, it's fact. Sorry, it's fact. No! <laughs> no, Maximum Extruder. No. Sorry, is it fact? No. Oh. Yeah, that's a really unique encounter, and I love it. We're going to call him Slendy. Not Slenderman, just Slendy. Slendy boy. Slendy Bendy <laughs> boy. Slendy Bendy boy. Slendy Bendy Bendy boy. <laughs> that's so interesting. And that sounds like weird, creepy, dimensional things. Ooh, or alien. Yeah. Or alien. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it something, was something Whenever I like, hear static, which is, this is even worse, but like, <laughs> this is like, so, this is a horrible thought. But whenever I hear like the idea of static, it's like, they're like cloaking device messing up. Oh, uh, no. And it's I was like an alien say- is like cloaking devices messing up and they're like, uh oh, uh oh, my cloaking device. And like they phase in and out of walls and stuff. It's because they have these like phasing cloaking devices. And okay, it's like, worse. so, so what's worse is that he was invisible in your room. <gasps> that's, that's worse, worse because. I was like, maybe it's like contact and your brain was just like, I have to rationalize whatever weird thing I'm seeing and oh, I just yeah. see it as TV static, but I hate, I hate your theory worse. It's, <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're, <laughs> stop. they're just, they know they could be here right now. Just peering stop. over, peering <laughs> over the doors, giving you a little peek. 
little sl- slendy bendy boy. <laughs> slendy bendy boy getting a little peek over the door. Oh my gosh, I hate that Locked one. Locked and deleted. Delete, Wildfire. delete. <laughs> delete. It's Matt Hardy. Delete. Yeah. Oh my God. Ugh. Yeah, so even I've learned to like wrestling over this quarantine because my friend Wes watches it. Kayla watches it. Apparently Prince our friend Chad watches it. All our friends yes. watch it. So every Wednesday we watch wrestling and it's great and it's so silly and fun. So I've been in, in enjoying it thoroughly. I'm- this is like the best thing has happened to me is you getting into wrestling. I'm like, yay! <laughs> so my granny loved wrestling. I used to watch it as a kid. I had wrestling toys as a kid. Oh, amazing. Just, like, yeah. And now we have great. Chad. We have like a whole wrestling crew. I'm here for it. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. I like I like that. I like Matt Hardy because he reminds me of like a Renaissance Fair actor. He is. He's like that. And he's like a kid who hangs out in Hot Topic for fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, 100%. And he does like really unfortunate like faces of the camera. And I'm like, did, did someone direct you to do this? Or are you just doing oh, yeah. it? He's just doing it. My favorite was this past week when every day he like did three outfit changes within yeah, the one match. Uh, apparently those are his different personalities. Because he's broken. Hashtag broken. Broken Matt Hardy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Delete. Delete. <laughs> so apparently he's broken. Uh, but yeah, they got hit by like a golf cart. Uh, that the was last the one. best. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, anyway, so I mean, what else are we going to do in quarantine except for think about how aliens are cloaked in our houses and how <laughs> Matt Hardy is hashtag broken. Hashtag broken. And I first saw it. When I first saw it, I was like, how is this guy a famous wrestler? This is like a weird Renfair actor. Who is this man? This is so weird. I look at him, I'm like, this person's famous. What is this? And I was like, oh, this is what wrestling is. I I now know. You get it's a it. very serious he's been sport. around forever, and he's just slowly gotten crazier. It's a very... Oh, yeah. Jurassic Express, also amazing. I love them, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, wrestling. I love that they have that one poor, f- poor small member who just gets the, like, absolute bejesus beaten, beaten out of him, like, every, <laughs> every time. <laughs> Somebody's gotta. Somebody's gotta. I know. Oh, and Wes, our friend Wes taught me all of the language. So, like, a oh, jobber. Like, a jobber. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I was like, Wes, who's this rando? And they're like, no, no. He's like, this is a jobber. They didn't. And I was like, he was like, no, who do you think's going to win? And I was like, oh, the other person didn't get an intro. So it means they're not going to win. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This makes me so happy. Sorry. <laughs> it is a soap opera. It's amazing. It was a, yeah, sk- was a squash the, match. That was yep, it's called. a squash match. I was watching 90s wrestling and I forgot for some reason about Al Snow. And he had a, he had a, I want to do a book about wrestling fashion honestly like but he had should. a shirt yeah and he like he had cropped it so he was wearing a crop top it was really awesome and it's just said he was part of the job squad at the time and on the back it said pin me pay me because he was a jobber and that <laughs> right. was like what he was there to do <laughs> right it's amazing that's amazing yeah wrestling is a good anime anyway if you're all bored in quarantine i recommend watching some wrestling it's just it's just funny and a joy um in between existential dread, cloaked aliens in your house, and the sleep paralysis. <laughs> I feel like my brain immediately it was like, nope, okay, we're going to talk about wrestling now because <laughs> I can't handle this story. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, those are great stories. I just want to thank everyone for sending in all those wonderful stories. Um, I love when we have a bunch of stories, especially, again, I'll say it again, even though I've said it like three times, for something like this, it's so good because it's... We're doing our own, like, little miniature research. 
which I just find really fascinating, getting everyone's take on this, because it's happened to so many people. It's like our own little, like, micro-research. Yeah, I think, I think that's really the, cool. the best way to research something like this, like you said, is, like, it's based on the fact that so many people experience it. That's the evidence. It's like you you have all experienced these different things that are so similar and there's no explanation. Yeah. Science doesn't count. I don't believe science. <laughs> the quotes. Uh, the <laughs> most forum, like the forums are always some of my favorite stuff too, because it's like someone went out of their day to to make this to make this forum post, and they either like they legit believe it. it's like how my dad once said he saw Jesus in a strip club. Like it's like <laughs> I believe him. He would have gone. <laughs> he would have gone and posted on forum and like I saw Jesus in a strip club because he's one of those people. So. If you happen to be on the podcast or here in chat, um, if you want to support the show, the show has its own coffee. So we have a little coffee account that we use to pay our wonderful editor, Celeste, and to keep our website running. That's uh, that's that's should be linked there in a moment. Yep. it's a, uh, You can access it easily through SpookySaturday.com or it's Kofi.com slash SpookySaturday. A Kofi. I don't know. It's co- I don't know Kofi if it's coffee, coffee or Kofi. I don't know. I've called it Kofi and I've, I'm told that's wrong. And then I think of Kofi Kingston and then yeah. it goes back to wrestling. So anyway, if you enjoy the show and you want to throw, uh, throw us a dollar or two for making making spooky, spooky research a fun Saturday occurrence, <laughs> then there it is. Also, Kayla... Has a Patreon. I do, and you do too. <laughs> I know, but it's your do. turn to talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> My Patreon is patreon.com slash Kayla Klein, K-A-Y-L-A-C-L-I-N-E. That's how I spell my name. Um, and I posted recently about how to make a good show overlay. Like you see on the screen right now, if you're watching, um, I did this overlay. I've done some quite lovely. a few, and they're very important. So I talked about that. Um, I, you can vote on things that I'm going to draw, which I need to do like this weekend. Um, and just let me know what you want to know and what I can possibly teach you. Um, and I share things there before I share them on Twitter and whatever. Just tell me what you want. I'll do it. It's Patreon. It's great. Yeah. Tell me about yours. Tell us about yours. I don't know. My, I, I, mine's silly. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I, I, well, right now we're relaunching a bunch of things and changing, changing things, but my Patreon is still just going to be for my art because I like doing it and I enjoy making art. So every month I have a fun little art tier where I send people, honestly, it's not just art. I send people a whole like little care package. I send them tea and I send them art and I send them like a little like note and I just have fun with it. So that's my one tier. I also send people postcards and then I also just like post all kinds of stuff, but the, my Patreon is hopefully going to also be changing only slightly once we get the new release stuff, which is what, the 15th is the release of everything, the new stuff? Yep. Yep, yeah, that's when we're playing in the middle, so yeah. it's going to be yeah. great. I'm a so Lady Vileblood already found the name. So, so sneaky. <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> but yeah, the 15th is when it's coming out. Um, I'm really excited. We're going to have lots of exciting new stuff for you guys, but Spooky Saturday will be staying the same. And uh, we'll still have our Spooky Saturday coffee and everything. So it will be cool. It brings us joy. Yeah. Sorry for that promo stuff, but we always forget to do it. And today I made a point to say, no, Kayla's going to talk about her Patreon. We're going to talk about the coffee. We need to pay Celeste. (laughs) (laughs) Celeste, the person that makes us sound intelligent. Thank you, Celeste. Yeah. We need to pay Celeste well so that she keeps making us sound like we know what we're doing. There. We're done. (laughs) 
And I felt like I know that um, we just shut down Trash Coven because we're redoing all of that. But we should in the future have more of the Spooky Saturday merch, at least the pins coming up soon. So, oh, yeah, we'll we'll think of some cool stuff. Yeah. No so don't there. so don't don't fret. Hopefully we'll get some spooky scout patches and stuff like that. It's just going to take us some time. So especially right now, things good, good things stuff. are like 10 times slower right now, especially for getting merch. It's it's because of all of the all of the the covid the rona all the rona yep yeah the pandemic stuff makes it a little harder but we're still trying still trying to not get abducted by aliens pulled under the bed or sleep paralyzed um yeah so if you do have spooky saturday fan art you know feel free to send a story in or a fan art to spooky saturday stories at gmail.com or tweet it at us and we will also see it there and we'll show it at the end of the show which is so fun and wholesome um extra points for fan art with leggy boys (laughs) yes if you put Leggy Boy, our unofficial mascot, even though on the patch is Mothman, whatever. We like them all. Well, yeah, we like uh, every cryptid is valid. All cryptids. All cryptids are valid. Exactly. Oh, no, no we- milk legs. None of that. Moth Boy. Leggy Boy is based on the um, the Fresno Nightcrawler. And that's one of our ultimate goals, if we can get like enough coffee, is to one day, once the COVID is over, go to Fresno and interview people about the Fresno Nightcrawler. <laughs> like, how do you feel? How much do you love him on a scale of one to a hundred? A hundred, obviously. hundred and one. <laughs> there's, cor- there's a correct answer, and it's and over a hundred. I want to, um, I feel like, too, if we if we do, we should, like, also reenact the sighting. Like, maybe we can make, like, our own Leggy Boy. <laughs> Try to recreate it. Re- recreate the sighting. Like, for Bon Appetit science. Gourmet for, makes. For science. I'm doing quotes again. Science. Yeah. Um, but yes, thank you so much for the fan art and all the wonderful stories. And we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, take care of yourselves. Make sure to drink water and stay healthy and wash your hands. And we'll uh, see you all next week, possibly for Glitches in the Matrix, which is my oh. least favorite topic. Yeah, let's do that. Send in stories. Send in yeah. stories Send about in it. stories about glitches? the glitch of the Matrix at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com so that we can get so scared and we're going to hate it. <laughs> but it's going to be the best. <laughs> It's going to be the best. All right, everyone. Take care of yourselves, and we will see you in the next episode. Goodbye, Spooky Scouts. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein, and you can find me at KaylaKlein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly. And you can find our clothing store at TrashCoven.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com. Spooky Saturday airs live every Saturday on Twitch.tv slash Holly Conrad at 3 p.m. Pacific.